Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up everyone, JD here, back in the studio, recording Late Night Tuesday, releasing Wednesday this week. I wanted to congratulate the New York Yankees on capturing the AL East title. It was awesome for Yankee fans and MLB fans to hear from Aaron Judge after this one. He talks about we, not me, simply a Yankee great from his personality to his swing and talks about that there's bad dudes in that locker room, guys who are hungry, guys who want it. And winning a world championship is the ultimate prize, and he wants to get a hold of one. The MVP, batting average champ, triple crown, RBIs, homers, that's one thing. But when you're a New York Yankee, you leave your ego at the door, and you go in with a team mindset, a mindset that's going to win championships. That's what the New York Yankees are all about. They have 27 of them things. And uh, I wanted to start, before we dive into football, to acknowledge Aaron Judge as a leader for the franchise, but also the team as a whole coming together. Even that slump, you know, in August, coming into September. But figuring it out, guys, right around October. And you want to be playing your best baseball going into October. I talk about this in weeks past on our show. If you're going to have your slump, do it in late July, August. You've got to be clicking bullpens, starting pitchers, batters from one to nine. Everyone must contribute if you're looking for a world championship. And the New York Yankees are looking at just that, led by Aaron Judge. Congrats, Judgey. It's been a pleasure to watch you in New York, watch you on TV. I mean, you got the fans in the Bronx going bananas. Everyone's happy for you, kids. So uh, we'll see what the Yankees can do. Probably they're going to make some noise come October. And uh, the ultimate prize is a world championship. Yankee fans and fellow New Yorkers of mine have been waiting since 2009, when Jeter, A-Rod, Robinson Cano, all those boys got it done. Now it's time. 2022. Let's see what happens. Let's dive into football from this weekend. I wanted to talk about Sunday's matchups, and then I'll dive into the Monday night game as well. Uh, Week three, some surprises, but not many. Um, I wanted to talk about the Colts beating the Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins beating the Buffalo Bills. I'm pretty sure not a lot of people had the Bills losing to Miami. But Miami never panicked when they were down in this football game. Also, I wanted to talk about Tua getting up from a big hit, slamming his head on the ground. They weren't sure if it was a head or back injury at first, but was cleared to come back into the football game and showed up big time in the second half. I thought he really played well in this football game. They didn't rely a ton on him. Uh, They were running the football, and they were mixing pass and run. With Josh Allen, the Bills rely on him a ton. And yes, Josh had a good game, but I thought in the second half he was human. I was talking about that with my coworker Tuesday night. If you put pressure on Josh and his receivers don't get open in time, Josh forced one in the red zone, threw it in the dirt. It was not a Josh Allen-type throw, but Miami applied pressure. That front seven played really, really good football Sunday, and the Miami Dolphins find themselves 3-0 and the leader of the AFC East. Really happy for Miami. I know Buffalo is going to be there in the end, but for Miami to get it done on Sunday, props to y'all. 
The Indianapolis Colts find the win column finally, and they do it against Patrick Mahomes and those Kansas City Chiefs. I wanted to talk about Matt Ryan having a step in the right direction for the Indianapolis Colts. He was 27 for 37 with 222 yards, two TDs, zero picks. Picks have been a problem within the first two weeks. He cleaned that up against a really good football team. And a lot to be said about Matty Ice contributing to this game, helping and not harming his team. Let's talk about the New England Patriots. Trouble for Bill Belichick and the crew. Mac Jones will be out a few weeks with an ankle injury and the Baltimore Ravens take care of New England in Foxborough. Lamar Jackson off to a very good start. I mean, Action Jackson accounted for five TDs in this ball game and pay the man. I couldn't believe the Baltimore Ravens didn't get a deal done with Lamar in the offseason. I thought it was disrespectful. It's a judge-like situation with the Yankees. Now they're going to have to pay him more. Ravens bit the bullet here and uh, are going to eventually, yeah, be paying him top dollar. So uh, Lamar Jackson keeps showing out. He's one of the front runners for MVP through three weeks, and it's really, really good to see that. You know, him on the ground running the football, he's fast as lightning. But throwing, I'm seeing a lot of improvement. When Lamar Jackson first came into the league, guys, I wasn't sold on his arm talent. I'm slowly getting there. I'm not 100% saying he can compete with the top guys, but he's middle of the pack heading towards those number one QBs in the National Football League. Let's talk about Green Bay against the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers against Tom Brady. Both had pretty good ball games. Aaron Rodgers threw for 255 yards. Tommy threw for 271. Brady didn't have a lot of wide receivers available in this ball game. You know, he's throwing to number threes, fours, fives. You know, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, even Julio's out. So there was only so much he can do. Russell Gage led the team in receiving and uh, got a TD score in this ball game. I think Tom is struggling a little bit this year. I only say that because his offensive line's a bit banged up, guys. And there's a lot to be said about that. Some injuries, not enough time. He's trying to get the young guys on track. Tom's using his voice a lot for leadership this year. He's showing frustration within games before and after. He wants this team to click on all cylinders, but he knows it's a learning process. He knows more than anyone that you got to get everyone on the right page to win football games. He did not like that there were turnovers on offense with fumbles. You know, footballs were on the deck, and uh, it was not not a good scene for the Bucks. but they'll be just fine. You know, they'll have no problem winning their division, in my opinion. Uh, they're two and one. Every other team in that division's one and two, so no problems for Tommy. They have a tough game Sunday night against the Kansas City Chiefs at home. If that game is played, we know that a hurricane is coming through Tampa, and it might hit it pretty good. So we'll see what happens there. But we know that the Bucks are going to be well prepared. Tom Brady's going to have them more prepared than last game, and uh, he owes that to his guys as a veteran QB and the greatest quarterback of all time. And touching upon this same game, story of the defense. I mean, not many points in a ball game, forcing turnovers. In my opinion, the better team did win the football game. I think the Packers are better than the Bucks by a hair, not by much. They've been competing at a high, high level for many years in a regular season. I know I knock Aaron Rodgers for his postseason play, but no one can argue what he does in a regular season. 
hence two back-to-back league MVPs. Even though I thought Tommy should have got it last year, uh, Aaron got it, and he added another one to his closet. To wrap up tonight, a little bit of a shorter episode. The Dallas Cowboys beat my New York football Giants. Uh, I thought the Giants at first were going to win the game, especially when Saquon took it in for a score. Saquon Barkley looking like the sake of old. And there's a lot to be said about that. Running hard, running smart, hitting his holes. Good out of the receiving game. But the Dallas Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb showed up. He dropped an early one, but man, he recovered with that phenomenal TD grab. Um, I think the Cowboys are knocking at the door with Cooper Rush. I know everyone's saying Dak Prescott this, Dak Prescott that. How about Cooper Rush? Since he's been the starter, Cowboys are 2-0. So, Coop, you're doing your job. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy are very proud of you. And uh, it's going to be a QB competition when Dak gets back. I really think so. Jerry Jones already said he's open to a QB competition, and that's going to get very interesting. A little preview of week four. Um, I'm going to break down the games and who I think is going to win. You could quote me here on Sports In-Depth with JD. Miami Dolphins against the Cincinnati Bengals. I have Miami on the road on Thursday night. They're playing great football since he's playing okay football. A short week, but they are well prepared with their new head coach, and two is going to lead them to victory. Minnesota Vikings against the New Orleans Saints. I got Minnesota on the road here. Uh, They had a late game win against the Detroit Lions, and I really thought they had a great second half in this ball game. Dalvin showing up big time. Kirk Cousins, if he limits the turnovers, they will be just fine. Next game, L.A. Chargers against the Houston Texans. I have Austin Anthony's L.A. Chargers on the road. I know they lost to Jacksonville in week three, but they are going to bounce back and win this one. Also, another week of rest for Justin Herbert, and I think another week does him justice, and he'll play really well in this football game. Next game, the New York Giants are going to beat the Chicago Bears at home. Yes, the Giants coming off a loss from Monday night, but they're going to come out big in front of the home crowd and show what they're truly made of. The Chicago Bears are struggling offensively to put up points in defense. They're young still, uh, a secondary that makes mistakes, a lot of P.I.s. And the New York Giants, Daniel Jones is playing a bit better of football, in my opinion, playing turnover-free for the most part. A lot to be said about his quarterback play, especially the jump he's made from last year. Seahawks, the Lions. I got Lions at home, the Seahawks. It feels like Geno Smith has a good game, bad game, good game, bad game. He's not super reliable. The Seahawks know that, but that's their best option at the moment. The Detroit Lions, yes, they're coming off a loss, But Jared Goff playing some pretty good football, and they are the better team, and I feel the better team wins the football game here. Jags against the Eagles. Eagles are going to absolutely spank the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jalen Hurts is playing tremendous football, has a QB rating of 106.5. You know, they're trusting his arm. They're trusting his legs. Jalen Hurts is the franchise guy over here in Philadelphia, and that is why they remain undefeated. Jets-Steelers. I got the New York football Jets on the road, beating Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers. Um, I feel Mike Tomlin should be making a quarterback change very soon. I feel like Mitchell's not a starter in this league, and I feel Kenny Pickett is ready. We saw Pickett in the preseason. He didn't wow us, but he was not making a ton of mistakes. I think he's a better fit for that offense than Mitchell Trubisky, and Mike Tomlin 
must go back to the drawing board and go with Pickett. Browns, Atlanta. I got Cleveland. Jacoby Brissett, the run game with the one-two punch of Chubb Hunt. Um, I think the Browns put up a lot of points in this game, even though their defense has been iffy and allowing a lot of points. The Atlanta Falcons aren't going to be able to hang, especially with Marcus Mariota as their QB. Commanders, Cowboys. I got Cooper Rush getting another victory. One o'clock Sunday against the Washington Commanders. Carson Wentz, just not that guy. They don't ask him to do a ton. There's a good reason for that. Keep in mind, we are through three games. You have three interceptions. He turns over to football. He cannot be trusted. My favorite game on Sunday is Buffalo against Baltimore. I got Buffalo. Josh Allen simply ain't going to lose two games in a row. Uh, Lamar Jackson's playing really good football right now, but if I'm comparing team to team, I got to go with Buffalo. Arizona Cards, they're going to beat the Panthers. Kyler will outplay Baker head-to-head and be able to put up points against the Carolina Ball Club. Next, Broncos Raiders. I got Denver. Russell Wilson going to show up on the road, especially after a very subpar Sunday. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to still be defeated after this game and be 0-4 after Week 4. I was excited for Patriots-Packers, but now I'm not. Mac Jones is out, so Aaron Rodgers is going to steamroll the Pats in Lambeau, and we know he's great at home, and we know he's going to be throwing that thing all around the field, and I'm very excited to watch. I touched upon this earlier in the episode that the Bucks play the Chiefs. I did not give a winner. I got the Bucks at home. Tom Brady, similar to my comments on Josh Allen, will not lose two games in a row, and the Bucks will be 3-1 and one after week four. The Monday night matchup, Rams-Niners. Rams will win the ball game. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup will both have big games, and uh, that one-two punch is going to find the end zone a few times. You heard it here first with J.D. on Sports In-Depth. I'm going to wrap up today. It was an awesome episode. I had fun in the studio. Everybody stay safe, especially all my peers in the state of Florida, family, friends, acquaintances. Hurricane is hitting September. Early October is hurricane season. Let's all stay safe throughout this hurricane. Uh, We will get through it, Floridians, and uh, you'll hear from JD next week. Love y'all. Got the best fans in the world. A little dad joke to end. How did Harry Potter get down the hill? Walking, JK, rolling. Shout out D.O. Dan Orlowski with the dad jokes on NFL Live. JD in the cut. Love y'all. J.D. out.